Today, starting with Selhurst Park, the first present to fall off Santa's sleigh, and then we've got three more ribbon-wrapped offerings for you in the shape of Southampton City, Everton, Arsenal, and Newcastle's entertaining of Fulham. You excited? We can't wait. Morning, mate. How you doing? Very good, Gary. How you doing? Yeah, good. Yeah. How's tricks in Blighty? Blighty's fine. There's a bit, a bit of sunshine this morning as well, which is very nice. And it's a Saturday morning. What more do you want? Oh, sunshine. What, 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 Saturday what morning. Football coming Saturdays up. Are you know, all I mean, good. One thing. This is your bilingual podcast where we speak <laughs> English and football. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, trilingual. Yeah, I mean, we could actually do it in Spanish. I'd, I'd pick up a little bit that you you said. You know, El Sol that is splashing through the windows this morning. <laughs> trilingual podcast, absolutely. Yeah. Excited about what lies ahead? Yes, mate. Well, I had a sort of, um, I had a, had a little look. At, I had a little dip into the EFL last night. So there was a couple of games on that I noticed. So. Um, yeah, I watched yeah. I watched Hull against Portsmouth, which was a brilliant two 0 win for Portsmouth, and uh, you know Port- goals. I think Portsmouth um, deserved it, and they went they went top of the tree, didn't they? So um, they did. They and did. then, <laughs> and then I had the, the misfortune of watching Preston against Bristol City, which was a little bit dire, you know. But Preston one 0 win with a penalty, and your boys yeah. Bristol City not looking that great, mate. <laughs> a bit Kieran. Well, to be honest, you know I think. Uh, the heady heights of being in the playoff positions have, have uh, had an effect, a negative effect on the Robins. And, uh, yeah, it's, well, you know, we need to try and turn that form around because, you know, the playoff positions will go begging if uh, if we don't address this this mini slump. Yeah, it is a Another mini defeat, slump. obviously, away at, away at Deepdale. And uh, not you want to kick off a weekend, but, you know, obviously, hopefully the, uh, the, the festive fixtures that lie ahead... Yeah, it was, a bit of, uh, it was a bit of a dire game. So um, we're hoping that yeah. the uh, the uh, the Premier League gives us something this afternoon. So start we're starting with obviously Crystal Palace and Liverpool. Yeah. Um, where we are indeed, we can't get enough. What do you make of this one? I mean, well, well, you know, you look at, look at the, I mean, Palace are great at home. They, they, you know, not many teams go there and. And roll, roll, or are not sorry, get something from it. Not many teams roll Palace over and get anything from uh, Selhurst Park. So, from that point of view, Palace, uh, you know, standing good stead. I think they're going to miss Benteke. I think, you know, we talked about it recently. 
And um, yeah, you know, he's, he's suspended, not... isn't he? He got he got sent off against um, against West Ham the other day. I think he had two yellows, so he's only suspended for one game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they're going to miss him. I think they're going to, you know, he's obviously he, he's he's found his he's found some form. He's found the back of the net. Most importantly, as a striker, mm-hmm. and um, you know, he'd be looking to kick on and and add to his recent tally. But uh, no chance of that today, as they host uh, the Reds, yeah, the champions. Um, but then you look at Liverpool's form. You know, away from Roman, that hasn't been great. Um, I think they picked up one win in six, and uh, you know, they'll go to Palace. Hoping to turn that around. Um, what do you make of it? Where do you see who's going to grab the spoils? Um, well, as you said, I mean, <laughs> Liverpool's um, away record at the moment. Well, if you look at the the, the table <laughs> for a, yeah, the away yeah. table, Liverpool yeah. are sitting down in sixteenth with one win out of six. Only one defeat though, so they draw draw a few on the road. On the road, I think that. Um, Let's keep talking about that away, away table. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, you don't like that, do you? You don't like the home and away form <laughs> stat that I throw in, in there. Consistency, isn't it? Sorry, yeah, <laughs> back to the rates. Uh, right, well, um, yeah, so I, I, I think we sort of said it the other day with regards to the Fulham fixture. I mean, I, I pretty much expected Liverpool to go to Fulham and win. And obviously, as we know, they got a, a draw there, but Fulham played really well. Could it be a similar type game today I mean Palace not the easiest team to beat I, I, just, I personally I think that Liverpool are going to nick it um, I think that um, Liverpool will nick it 2-1 and uh, what's your prediction on this well you know I think they'd be buoyed by the result they got against Spurs um, yeah absolutely and, absolutely and uh, you know there's an opportunity to uh, again you know continue that form because um, they made. We talked about it earlier in the week. You know about fortresses and making your home your home ground a place that's first of all, you know, d- difficult to get beaten at for the away team, and uh, it's epitomised by Palace. You know, and, and obviously when they go away on the roads recently, obviously they went to West Brom, got a great result, Palace. But you know they want to make sure that you know their, their home results are, are are wins, and if they can't win, then certainly don't don't lose, don't get beaten. So I'm going to say draw or or. <laughs> Uh, they've got so many fixes coming up in the next in the next couple of weeks. I think Liverpool could suffer there. I could be wrong, but um, you know you got you got you know, Palace with a really decent result against Spurs, and then Liverpool themselves got a great result against Spurs. And I think as well when you when you score so late that like Liverpool did during the week, um, you know that can really serve you going into the next game. So you know there's there's arguments for both sides here. I'm going to sit on the fence. And I'm going to say a draw. You're going to say you're going to go through. You're gonna go for the draw. We, one, one, one. We start. We start that competition. Yeah, I'm writing it down now, mate. We're starting it. I'm, I'm writing it down. So what? What you got? Are you going for one, one? Two, two. Oh, he's going for two, two. He's going for Desmond. Yeah. Um, Desmond. Yeah. I just, I just actually looking at the because um, obviously we've got we've got the Facebook up and running now, and uh, it's it's good to to gauge the responses from. Um, Fans on these on these fan you sites guys, and yeah, the guys that matter. The guys that the matter. And there, there's an interesting comment from uh, Steve Long on here on the Liverpool uh, Facebook page. He says it's a, a huge effort against Spurs, which it was absolutely. Uh, need to replicate it against Palace, but it could be difficult so soon afterwards. Away form not so good this season. A win would be massive. Fingers crossed. He's put. So what do you make of that? Well, yeah, I mean. As you say, it's, uh, does it take it out of the players? I mean, they've got 
They got up in the first kickoff at lunchtime on a Saturday. Um, they played Wednesday night. There's not a big turnaround. Um, they've got a few key injuries. Liverpool still. Uh, Thiago, Diogo Jota, um, notable absences. So I agree with him. Um, well, like I said, I, I, you know, I, I'm going I'm to go with the draw. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, it was a massive, a massive win for him, wasn't it, against Tottenham? I mean, to be fair, yeah, just be, just before it, Tottenham could have. Um, I think Tottenham had a couple of good chances. One with Harry Kane, where he headed, he headed it down, it bounced up over the bar. I thought that um, Tottenham actually could have won the game, but um, obviously Liverpool they they did what they do and they um, they managed to to get the win. It was uh, you know a, 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 a very important one. You could tell that in the celebrations from Klopp, couldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the Anfield obviously not full to capacity, of course, still, but the the changing rooms are rocking after that. I think when you score a late goal, as I say, you know, in such circumstances, um, it can also be. A, a psychological thing as well, you know. As I say, you carry that momentum into the next game. Um, I'm going to stick with my 2 2 because I don't think Palace are going to be uh, overrun at home. They're going to miss Benteke, yes, but um, but yeah, I'll, I'll settle for that. And I also think we're now, you know, with the Saturday before uh, before Christmas, as we mentioned at the start of the show, uh, that can count for a lot. You know, we're going to see some strange results, I think, over the next two weeks. Um, well. And this, t- this table is not going to look like it is at the moment. That's my prediction, which counts for nothing, as you know. No, absolutely, it does count for nothing. Right. Um, <laughs> so we move on to so, um, we, we move on to, to the next Mary's. one. What's the next yep. one? Oh, to St Mary's. Oh, to St Mary's. Yes. Oh, this would be an interesting one. Three o'clock kickoff. Southampton, Man City. Obviously, Southampton flying at the moment. Man City disappointed in midweek with a um, the home draw against West Brom that cost Slavan his job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What do you reckon? We will not have the same. Yeah, we'll, this will not cost uh, Ralph his job, <laughs> unless unless it's another nine nil. You know, Ooh, I think. Like uh, that. Then, but then he, but then he survived the last nine nil. Survived he? the last one. And look, I know what happened after. Yeah, go on. Do you give your uh, give your thoughts and your insight uh, before I delve in? Uh, this is <laughs> well because I've I've watched quite a bit of Southampton lately and. Um, that, like I said to you last week or the week before, they look a proper team, you know? They look like they're fighting for each other for every ball. That You know, I mean, their, their desire to win is there, you know? I mean, it's... And for me, I mean, you know, they're looking like a good side, and I'd love to see them finish in, that, in them top places. You know, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? But, um, yeah, great for football, great for football. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, this, this, I mean, this is football without fans, isn't it, for the first, what are we now, 13 games in. So, mm. you know, you, you start to see sometimes you're looking at, you know, the absence of those fans means you've just kind of got two footballing teams against each other without any, you know, outside influence. Um, and it is interesting to see how the table looks given those, uh, th- those conditions. I think Southampton are on a great run. Third in the league, 24 points from uh, 13. I mean, they're in seventh heaven down there on the coast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, how do you see it going, though? I, I just sorry before you before you go into that uh, before you go into I'm just picking up um, from the Man City um, fan site on Facebook. So uh, Monica, yeah. Monica Copley, she's she's written Man City are the unpredictables. So would you agree with that? <laughs> Well, yeah, they are this season. They are this season, yeah. And I think probably that's been reinforced after what happened against West Brom during the week. Um, I think results in general are more unpredictable this season. Uh, sorry, I didn't catch the lady's name. Monica? Monica, yeah. Oh, Monica, Monica. No, I agree with 
I wouldn't just say that City are the only team in the unpredictable category um, this season. I think, as, as I said, you know, I repeat, the league in general seems like that. Um, my feeling is that again, this could go to this could go either way with City, and probably, you know that perhaps reinforces the point about being unpredictable. They go the Saints, which you're thinking after the result they got against West Brom, which is not the result that City won. They, it was you know it was an avalanche of attacks, wasn't it? It was wave after wave for yeah, certain periods yeah. in the second half. Yeah, the result and doesn't then, do and, the and performance. It's only a matter of time. And as human beings, and the team they've got, okay, they're likely to rest Aguero and they're going to play Jesus more, more than likely. Um, you you can see, you know, he scored an important goal, didn't he? Hold on a minute. Oh, stop, stop there a minute. You, you said they're going to rest Aguero. I mean, he hasn't played in ages, so I mean... Surely, is it not the time to bring him back? I mean, they're saying that he's he's fit and ready to go. I mean, well, you know, because Jesus hasn't exactly been. No, but Jesus hasn't exactly no. been banging the goals in, has he? So surely you'd be thinking, well, Aguero sooner or later has got to come back into the starting lineup. Sure, but you just want. I think you missed a session, a training session during the week, and I think there's really? a, a recurrence of a niggle. Oh, where's injury. a niggle? Is there? Right, there's okay. a niggle. A niggle. But you know, I look at that, and you know, I'm not on the insides of the uh, of the Etihad, or do I visit the training ground at the City? Goodness me, I don't want to do that. Uh, and what happens during the week when the, they haven't got many training sessions, you know, either side of these games? Um, and I think that niggling injury has reoccurred uh, for, for Kuhn and Aguero. Uh, and I think possibly, I mean, I'm not Guardiola knows better than me um, on this Saturday morning what he's going to do this afternoon, but. I wouldn't be surprised to see Jesus line up. Right, yeah, fair enough. A record-breaking goal a couple of seasons ago at St Mary's. You know, again, you don't rule out uh, a, a city goleada, as they say, yeah, a, a, an onslaught, a, a goal fest. Right. But at the same time, I would never predict a city like this at the moment, in this form, are going to go up against Saints in this form and have a goal fest in their favour. Um, I think Ralph has gotten far too... Well organised, well drilled Southampton. They play such good football as well. Um, I can't predict Southampton getting beat. And again, I can't believe I'm starting the show with two, two draws or will Saints nick it. Can you help me out here? Um, well, now I'm I'm looking at this one like um, got no fresh, two, got couple, no fresh a couple of a couple of Four weeks strength. ago. Obviously, uh, Southampton played Manchester United and took a two 0 lead in. You know they were. They yeah. looked very good, Southampton, for the first sort of 35, 40 minutes. And I thought, you yeah. know, being 2 0 up, I thought they were just going to, you know, see it out. But a different Southampton come out in the second half, a sort of almost a nervous Southampton. Now, I know that that's probably because a, a better Manchester United came out in the second half. So it's, for me, it's, is it going to be a, a Southampton that. Um, that plays the, that played the second half against Man United, or is it going to be a Southampton that played the first half? Now that that's difficult. Now I watched Southampton midweek, obviously against Arsenal. They did knock the ball around. They looked very good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um, oh, it's difficult, isn't it? This tricky, tricky. Can Southampton lose again tricky. at home to a Manchester side within two weeks? Oh, it's a different quality in Manchester side, isn't it? Yeah, they're much better, aren't they? Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> They were rolled over by the much better side a few weeks ago. We're impartial. We are impartial. Oh, I'm impartial completely. But um, he's not. I am. But um, yeah. I'm going to go with. I'm going to stick my neck out and I'm going to say Man City are going to get the win here. Okay. Okay. Well, again, you know, uh, if you're jotting this down on our little competition, I am. I'm going to go with. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with two-two again. I've done okay. that twice. Now. He loves a bit of Desmond. Side. 
Oh, yeah, and I've woken up on the side of, on the fence this morning. Clearly, splinters everywhere. Well, first two games of the, um, first two games of the day, and Nick says there's going to be eight goals in those games. So get your TVs eight on. Eight goals, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. Those TVs tuned in and ready. <laughs> um, and then we go to uh, Carlo's Blue Army. Carlo's with Blue the Army. Of, and is it Arteta's last game? Actually, uh, <laughs> two two points you've just sort of brought up there. Carlo's Blue Army. I read something yesterday that he said that he's going to make Everton champions one day, which is a, a quote to uh, to go back on at some point. And the other one, I'm, I'm just picking up, you, you mentioned um, about Arteta. I was looking at the Everton, um, the Everton fan site and uh, Dave Witham uh, has commented, Everton getting Arteta sacked is a tabloid writer's dream. What do you think of that? <laughs> um, do you know what? I met my sister last night. Give me one team that's guaranteed to win in the Premier League this weekend. And I went, oh, that's a toughie. Started off with Newcastle. We'll talk about that next. And then I went, Everton. And I thought, well, don't tell Gary. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I, well, they're at home. You know, they, again, they picked a great result against Leicester. Um, they'll go into this against a team, you know, sixes and sevens, aren't they, Arsenal? So we're still waiting. You know, as football fans of in general uh, who have watched Arsenal throughout the years, and you're thinking someone soon is going to get it, not because of the way that they're playing Arsenal specifically, but surely, surely something's going to happen. Open Miang scored during the week. That's got to be a good thing. Um, you know, I, it, 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 you struggle. You struggle to, to, to back Arsenal in this. I personally, on the, as a neutral, struggle to back Arsenal. Uh, for you, again, I say it every week, it would be nice that they turn the corner now, um, sooner rather than later. But, you know, Arteta's got to be thinking, come on, lads, otherwise I'm, I'm, I, need, I need a new job Monday morning. <laughs> I think, I think, I, I can see this going. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit on the fence this one. I think Everton will win. I think yeah. Everton will win. Go on, then. What's your prediction? If you want to write down the score, I am. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say two one. Two one. Oh, three one. Oh, he's got three. Three one. I'm le- <laughs> you know we follow these results every single day of the calendar year, even in Q8. Shout out to the Q8 league. Yeah, I mean even in as in my geographical distance that my made that far fetched. But fantastic league in there. Anyway. Uh, well, um, for me. Three-one. All right, you've gone three-one. I just, um, I'm just picking up on something that uh, a comment on Twitter from yesterday. Uh, someone on follow Jopper Road has said, "What are Jopper your thoughts?" Road, nice to meet you. See yeah. you. What are your thoughts on rumours suggesting Willian and Dave and David Louise want Arteta out? Uh, there is, there are rumours that those two former Blues are uh, making life a bit difficult for Arteta. Now, um, if being a, an Arsenal fan myself, I'd rather see, um, and obviously Arteta's not doing very well at the moment, but I'd much rather back Arteta, a former Arsenal boy, than um, David Luiz and Willian, to be honest. Uh, I think the decision to sign Willian in the summer was probably one of the worst we've made in recent times giving him almost a quarter of a million pound a week 
uh, for three years is absolute insanity. Free agents, not free, are they? Uh, <laughs> not free to the club. That's not at all. Absolute insanity. But anyway, if, if those if those rumours are true and those two are conspiring against them, yeah. that would be very interesting, wouldn't it? Well, it would. It would. You know, I'm looking at. I think what they've done with Arteta, similar to what Chelsea did with Lampard and what we did with Oli, um, you know, you give a former great, um, you know, the, the, the full control of the club, you know, the, the reins, and, you know, it doesn't always work out. I think no, I think no, that's it. I just want to go on what you just said. Sorry to interrupt you there, but you yeah. said former great. Now, Lampard is clearly a former great of Chelsea. He, I think he's their record yeah. scorer of all time. Solskjaer, obviously, is... Legend. You know, I mean, the goals that he scored, particularly in the European Cup final, etc. Arteta, I would certainly not put him down as a no. former great. Yeah, I'd put him down as a, a decent midfield player that we had in the sort of late 2000s or whatever it was. You know, he was okay. And um, yeah. he certainly won a legend. You know, I mean, for example, yeah. if if you're saying, right, okay, well, you're going to have Dennis Bergkamp or, or Tony Adams in charge, you know, yeah, that's a legend in charge, you know. But, uh, yeah. I, Gary, I, would you take Poch? Would I take Poch? Do you know what? Over the last uh, couple of weeks, I've been thinking about, well, okay, so Arteta's on a bit of um, thin ice, isn't he, you know? Um, and I'm thinking, well, who is out there that would replace him, should it come to that, yeah? And there's a lot of talk about Allegri, but apparently um, he's, his English isn't very good or whatever. Um Luke. And you mentioned back. Pochettino. Now, I don't know about that one, to be honest. Spurs I don't know. Arsenal, could you see it? Wow. Uh, I could see it as something that that is possible. You know, I wouldn't say that it would never happen, but... You wouldn't have to move house, mind you. That's a, that's a personal thing, family-based. Yeah, yeah I mean, but there's obviously a reason Tottenham decided to get rid of Pochettino and go with Mourinho. Uh, maybe they thought he'd taken them as far as he could. I don't know, but um, I think well, that the jury's still out. The, the jury's still out. That Pochettino obviously got Tottenham moving in the direction that they're moving in now, and um, I don't know. I, th- I think let's see. Uh, I-, I think most most Arsenal fans of the opinion of okay, well let's give Arteta this Christmas period and let's see how, how we come out the other side of it. You know. And if things are even worse than they are now, then, right, okay, we've got to start thinking about it. I mean, so this game for me is going to be difficult. Obviously, we've got um, uh, Gabriel suspended uh, red card. Um, yeah. Thomas Partey still out, injured. Still out. Uh, Granit Xhaka suspended red card. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mesut Ozil, it's got coach's decision as the reason why he's not... But... but um, and then um, the one that I'm looking forward to coming back, but I think Arsenal fans are putting a little bit too much pressure on this lad, is Martinelli. He looked he looked pretty good when he was playing last season. He got that horrible injury. Um, mm. And I know he's back in training now, but um, a lot of Arsenal fans are sort of pinning a lot on Martinelli coming back. You know, yeah. he's a young lad. This this you know he's just had yeah, a really well, he's had an injury there that that could have yeah. ended his career basically. So let's just ease off yeah, him a yeah, little yeah. bit. I know it's a. But they could do with him. They could do with a spark. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, we talk about a party during the week. I mean, that's a real. That's, you know, you know, we're obviously approaching the festive season, and now's not the time to have a party. Uh, of course, you know, due to COVID, 
Um, but he would have added so much, so much. And I, don't, I still don't think he'd be in the same position in the league, uh, you know, had he not had his injury. Um, so you've had rotten luck, but you've got to deal with it, of course. And going to Goodison, again, it's a bit like City going to Saints. Um, you know, there are easier places to go. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Everton without Hammers. Um, also good. without Alan as well, I noticed. Also without Alan, Alan. So he's been, you know, he's been important South... for them this season, isn't he? In that sort of very much so, very much yeah. so. The two South American midfielders, they've got their you know pivotal uh, key to, uh, to 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 to, to, to Evans' plans and ambitions. So um, yeah, can you make a prediction? Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna predict that Arsenal get a point out of this. Okay, I'm gonna say that we're gonna get a, a one-one draw. Is it enough? It's two draws. No, no it's not bang, enough, mate. Bang. But it's not enough. I agree. No, but, I get it. I get you it. Know, yeah, I'm not going to drag this one through the mud anymore. No, I know. Um, I mean, you know best, uh, best wishes to the Gunners today. Do you me- um, sorry, just going one, back. Four just going yeah. back quickly. Well, this is how far Arsenal have fallen. I remember watching Arsenal. I mean, obviously, they've had some brilliant players over the years, you know. And I remember watching the team back in the 2000s and they went to Everton and they stuck six past them. And it was one of the best performances I think I've seen from an Arsenal team. They were just brilliant. And that was when they obviously had really good players. But anyway, that'd be nice. They came, they I'll, came I'll take that today. And where did I go with this one? I, think I said 3 1, didn't I? So, yes, you uh, did, mate. You'll take, you'll take another four goals, but 6 2 again. All right. Um, <laughs> well, remember, I know you said Stan Kroenke's got. got Effectively, nothing to do with the club in a in a practical sense. Um, do you think someone is on the phone to Lucien Favre, who's just been relieved of his duties at Dortmund? Uh, you know, again, he's available. There are people available on the market. And, yeah, I, uh, I don't think so. I don't think. Again, so. any German fans out there that want to give us your opinion? Obviously, Union Berlin beating Dortmund last night uh, in the Bundesliga. And the reason I mention that is because you know you could question was getting rid of Favre the, the right thing? Clearly, not yet. Um, but anyway, this is all about the uh, the, the, the prem. The prem and, at the moment, uh, yeah. It is, and having dissected three games, we now travel north, south, east. We're going north. We're going to St James's. Um, I wish we were going to St James's. What a rocking stadium that is on Manchester. Oh, I do, do love that um, down in Devon. <laughs> not the Grecians. Oh, not the Grecians. Not the Grecians. Not Exeter City, but the tomb. Um, and a big shout out to uh, we've, got, we've got a message here Alex Greenwell claims to be Newcastle's biggest fan um, and he, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd second that I've, I've spent many a many a happy moment with Alex Alex Greenwell on the sofa watching uh, or playing FIFA with Newcastle back in the uni days anyway moving on to predictions and team news and thoughts on this one well, Gary, so obviously... Newcastle entertain Fulham yeah, Mitrovic going back north. Is he going to start? Uh, I don't know. I think they. I don't think they've got too many injury worries actually, have they? Fulham. Um, they appear to have pretty much. I think De- Decova Reed could be a doubt. Uh, he's a doubt. Yeah, with a thigh injury Bobby. apparently. Bobby. Yeah, I mean after that cracking goal he scored last week. Um, yeah, and Newcastle obviously losing. Well, getting thumped during the week, didn't they? They got absolutely yeah. stumped by uh, Leeds. I mean, uh, it is, it is. I think Leeds well, pretty late, much... late on they got thumped, yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Fulham getting the point at home to Brighton. Would they have been satisfied with the point at home to Brighton? What do you think? 
But again, you know, they, uh, they, they've got some decent results this week. They went from, you know, again, draw against Liverpool, draw against Brighton. We talked about it, didn't we? These are the sort of games that they've got to be looking at maximum points. Again, not disrespect to Newcastle, but you just, you know, there are certain clubs that Fulham will think, especially having dropped two points, you could say, against Brighton in the fight. Um, definitely gaining a point against Newcastle, uh, sorry, Liverpool on paper last week. But this is a game which um, I've, gone, I've, gone for, I've gone for Newcastle and I will go for Newcastle. Uh, officially on our score sheet unless it's your turn first um, I think Newcastle will win this okay. um, but it's a game which you know Fulham will again they'll pick out pinpoint fixtures in the calendar where they think look you know we, we, we want to survive we need to survive we have to survive and therefore you know where can we try where are we going to stand more chance of picking up points um, St James's Park or rocking St James's Park they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't fancy themselves necessarily but you know Newcastle are doing well. I'm going to go with a. I'm going to go with a two, two one. I like that. I like that score. Like two, one, two one. Newcastle. You're going two one Newcastle. Two one so Newcastle. According yeah, to that. you, twelve. So fifteen goals in them four games. So I tell you what, I'm looking forward to these I, games. Looking forward I, to I, these I today. That, it must be that pancake I had at breakfast and the uh, the Colombian coffee that was just <laughs> put me in a goal mood. Yeah, it must have done. But, uh, I used to, but you know they used to say that gold TV, the, the TV channel used to subscribe to it in Spain. Without goals, there are no football matches. <laughs> no, no, that's true. It, it, was, it was a strange Spanish advertising slogan because you know the Catanaccio Italian matches of the 90s might beg to differ. But, right. Uh, well, stalemates. So where do you see this one? For every part of me says that um, Newcastle are going to win this. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why though. But I'm going for a Fulham win. <laughs> yeah, I'm, go I'm going against myself. Against I don't know why. I'm going against myself. Oh, right. I don't know because Fulham obviously picking up a good um, a good point against um, Liverpool. Uh, and I, I didn't really see much of the game against Brighton, um, and there wasn't a lot in the highlights reel. So it, maybe it was a uh, a bit of a dull affair. But um, I don't know. I think this everyone is expecting Newcastle to win, aren't they? You know, can Fulham? Go there, Scott Parker. Go to Newcastle and and nick something. I mean, they don't look. They haven't been looking that bad. They're not looking like a team that are short of confidence like they were a, a month or so ago. So I'm going to go for Fulham to surprise Newcastle. Okay, I'm going to come back and eat my words when Newcastle thump Fulham. But you know, I'm going to go for a little surprise two-one Fulham win um, and put the pressure on Brucey. Well, I don't know. He's done all right. He's picked up some good results. Obviously, you know, we want to move on quickly after the Wednesday result yeah. uh, against uh, Leeds. Um, but that said, you know, this, I mean, yes, Leeds uh, steamrolled them in the end, but it took till 77 minutes, wasn't it? Until, uh, until actually they went ahead 3-2 uh, Leeds. So, you know, you guys were still in the game. Um, you know, they've got some scoring form. You know, they're not, they're not bereft of goals, Newcastle, but. Um, I think, you know, home to Fulham, we talked about Fulham looking at the calendar, Newcastle will definitely be looking at the calendar uh, and seeing a home game against Fulham as a game that they must pick up three points because to keep them safe and secure in, uh, as the season develops. So, yeah, so you've got the, you've got the list of, uh, of results have. for Edo's that you can on Facebook yeah. um, and Instagram and the usual social media outlets yeah we've, so we've got the we've got the instagram facebook twitter obviously the email all up and running so yeah get involved you know feel right. free to ask us yeah, any questions do, you do want 
give us any talking Seriously. points you want us to talk about, any highlights, um, any headlines you want us to to dig out. Um, and uh, yeah, Which no, is we're we're we're, we're um, four games. Yeah, up and running and ready Which for one? people to get involved. We're actually, I've had a. I know we're finishing now, but I've had a, a, a request for a song. I know this is a couple of people now have asked for songs. And um, so I'm going to finish off with um, a song for this person. So um, you want to, are you done, mate? Is there anything you want to add? Or are we, we're yeah, just, just looking look forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy what lies ahead. Looking um, forward you know, to it four cracking games today. Uh, so make sure your lunch is fully prepared and snacks available because you can put your feet up. And enjoy each of these. And then, of course, tomorrow we're back again to preview um, the Sunday offering. Absolutely. And, of course, we've got some great games coming up there. The the game that Ollie says we've been waiting years for. The Clash. Has to get, has against to get the Whites. Has to get the Man United in. I don't, I don't know why. No Ollie, interest in talking about Man United. Ollie's not the only today. one looking forward to it. There is. But we'll be back with some quiz questions as well tomorrow. Some... some uh, and some uh, interactive uh, ways that you can get involved. Um, we've just had a request from John in Wolves, uh, a Wolves fan, um, to give us, well, give them uh, a mention. But we'll do that more in more detail tomorrow, John, um, as you prepare for your weekend fixture. Okay, so I know, Gary, it's been great as usual. And uh, great to dissect the action with you. Absolutely, right. As we look as we look ahead so All right. uh, I'll but enjoy I'll speak to you tomorrow tonight I'm gonna have myself a real good time I feel alive and the world I'll turn it inside out I'm floating around in ecstasy
Time.